This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. There's been a risk-off so far this week in just about every market being traded. They even ran out of greater fools to buy Bitcoin. It was a retreat to cash as investors, traders, and end users pulled back to check their level of confidence in where markets are today after so many gains this year. Despite the sharp appreciation in many markets, I do not feel that they are in a state of being overextended. Longs are not caught or trapped. Funds paired positions and prices are still up there. There is a real fundamental demand for commodities with plenty of cash to extend buying interest on breaks. Some markets were uncovering new demand. Even a comment from the Fed that they singled an eventual move away from easy pandemic monetary policies did not spook the markets. The bond market equities and the dollar are all in pauses. I gave what could be called a primer on a discussion of inflation in the previous report. Talking about it and experiencing it are two different things, and only the senior citizens in our economy have experienced an inflation mindset or done business in one. The last inflation cycle ended 41 years ago. The Fed ended it in 1980 with intolerable interest rates, stratospheric dollar appreciation, and a serious U.S. recession that was a depression in the ag economy. We have been through deflation and then disinflation since. This could be the beginning of a new inflation cycle that will last most of 20 years. While the Fed was talking about future tightening, I do not think they are ready to crash the economy in order to stop inflation yet. The last administration had inflationary fiscal policies, and this one wants to ramp that up to a new level. The Fed had been in favor of doing this, so it did not have to be the sole support for economic growth. As timing would have it, geopoliticist Peter Zian's latest blog dealt with some of the same issues that I have discussed and went further in some regards. He makes the point that Americans have money and are now getting out in order to be able to spend it. Americans are doing things like buy new clothes because they have somewhere to go now, and if only back to the office. He thinks that they are going to eat the things that they did not get much of while confined at home. We have begun to eat in restaurants again, which is going to impact food demand patterns. Zehan points out that this surge in demand will not be price sensitive. They can and will pay up to do the things that they have not been able to. We have booked a lot of travel into 2022. I think if you have plans to go places, you need to have the tickets bought as insurance you will be able to go. Zian says that he is planning a road trip and expects others will too, so gasoline demand with ethanol as a component is going to surge the rest of the year. It may surprise some with current corn prices to learn that ethanol margins are really good. Ethanol production will rise to meet strong demand. No corn supply rationing is likely from the ethanol industry. I talked recently about disrupted supply chains having problems sourcing scarce materials at higher prices. I explained how globalization had expanded local supply chains, but it made them dependent on things like tariffs, trade policy, and port congestion. ZM believes that this will result in a retrenchment of globalization and that U.S. supply chains will find Plan B for material sourcing back in the good old USA. I like Dan Mataranak's comment that Biden was just as protectionist as Trump, but with more finesse. Inflation will bring more materials and product sourcing back on shore. Unreliability of foreign sourcing will offset some of the foreign labor cost advantage. Companies are profitable and can afford to absorb higher costs. 
Zihan did scare me by pointing out the prospects that the Biden administration is considering boycotting the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics, which would completely blow up our trade relationship. Zian is not always right, and I pray for our sake that Biden learned something from Jimmy Carter's similar mistake. Politicizing Olympics sets world relations back. China is still ramping up purchases to meet its Phase 1 ag commitment from us, and then I have to tell you that this is a critical component of our ag demand. Here's an example. Soybean bears are talking, adding a couple of million acres of soybeans in the June report. First off, these acres are 30 to 40 bushel per acre soybeans rather than 50. That would add 80 million bushels in production, which China would just buy and drain our supply right back to the pipeline level where they project it to be now and again next year. They will buy what we produce. Don't let them scare you with predictions for more acres. By the way, these models predicting planted acres were wrong with the planting intentions report. I planted just what I intended. How about you? You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.